Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to share something very special with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk in Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about rhythms, faith, emotion, parenting, and Usually a couple other things. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a joy-filled life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you like your living to line up with your listening, then you are in the right place. I'm very distracted by the colors on this board right now because we don't record in the dark right. very often anymore. And there's like purple and yellow. And then there's that really pretty purple down there. And podcast comes out in one hour and 11 minutes. East Coast. Yep. Wow, we can't talk for very long. Good to know. <laughs> no, two hours and 11 minutes. No, one hour and 11 minutes. No, one hour and 51 minutes. One hour and no, final wait. answer. Final answer. It's already out. Finally, for you, it's already out. If you're listening, guess what? It's out. <laughs> but an hour and 51 minutes before it came out, we were sitting here. That's that's crazy. And that's only for the like super early listeners. Crazy um, early listeners. But it's possible though. The reason that We've waited until the last minute as we've had a very full week. Um, I'm not going to ask Brooke how it was because I was a part of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just full. So mm-hmm. here's the here's the situation. Here's the sitch. Today, I'm going to go backwards. Love it. I love reverse time, time telling. math okay. because that's how I live my life. Today, we spent the whole day cleaning 60% of our house. Mm-hmm. 75. Yeah. Depends. 75. Percent okay. of the house. If you include the cars in the garage. True. Front porch, back porch. Yeah. 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 The, we just have the two biggest rooms left. And the girls' rooms. And, and the girls' bathroom. Okay. So it's maybe 60%. Maybe 60%. Anyways, we're leaving on Tuesday, which is two days from now. Not even two full days. To head. Hey, uh, in, in exactly <laughs> 48 hours, our flight will be taking off. Yes. From OGG. Um, <laughs> Because we are headed to the mainland for two weeks. Uh, first, we're headed to Atlanta, Georgia to go to Abby's wedding. Mm-hmm. We used to nanny our children. Uh, June and Sunny are the flower girls, which yeah. is very exciting. Uh, then we are headed up to Pennsylvania to spend some time with family and then also have the best is yet to come event, which is going to be amazing. Uh, it's actually the best is yet to come weekend. Events on Sunday, July 9th, 9 to 4. Uh, all the details are in the show notes. Go there and find them. Uh, as well as discounts on tickets if you still want to come. But the day before that, we're having a pop-up shop at Supply in Mannheim. I believe we're having it from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's what you told me. That's what I told you. That's what we're having it. (laughs) Uh, So we're hoping to see... 8 a.m. Wow. Let's hope we've adjusted. Yeah, it's towards the end of our trip. It's like two days before we leave or three days before we come back. Um, I'd love to see you there. I'd love to see you at the event. I'd love to see you there. Well, I'd love to see you there. The girls have drawn and we've ordered stickers for them. stickers. For June, like literally. So June had a little sticker shop at our last pop-up shop in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And she has asked, I don't know, 500 times. (laughs) When are we going to do that again? Yeah. And so. When can I open my sticker shop again? So the first time (laughs) I bought all of her inventory. Yes. This time she has taken a loan out yes. to buy her inventory. Right. Um, so hopefully she sells it or she's going to be in the <laughs> hole for quite some time. Um, 
yeah, so we're super excited to do that. Uh, but this week, this whole week was spent doing something uh, that we've never done before. Uh, correct? Yeah, we've never done what we did this week before. Not really. No. Um, which was recording a course that Brooke has worked tirelessly on mm. for three months. Well, well, the course started five years ago. <laughs> um, when we were like, hey, let's try not to feel so crazy all the time. How about we do a Sabbath? How about we try some things? Yeah. Uh, so that's when the course officially started. Uh, <laughs> and then it was four to five years of testing and trying and tinkering and learning and reading mm-hmm. and listening and asking questions and all these kinds of things, yeah. which has led us to create a course called Rhythms Made Simple, which is all about how to live rhythmically to basically get your life back. Mm-hmm. God has given us this great, great, great gift of the seven-day rhythm. Yeah. So many of us don't access it, don't open that gift, mm-hmm. and our lives and feel chaotic because. So this whole week, we have been audio recording that course. Um, <laughs> does it make you, does it give you confidence that someday we could record an audio? If we ever write a book and we have to sit down and do the, the, the reading version. Well, here's a look behind the scenes. <laughs> what Brooke do you call that? Is the audio uh, The audio book. Uh, which, which I guess doesn't, doesn't count, count as reading, reading so. according to Bianca. Why? I'm going to start a feud with the B&B After Dark podcast right now. Whoa. Okay. Bianca's takes her garbage. <laughs> You've heard it here first. <laughs> Come at me. Um, Big yikes. So, yeah, Brooke is way better at reading than I am. <laughs> I I struggled. I am more you did a great job. of an ad-lib type of person. Mm-hmm. That's sort of my personality. And yeah. so when I have to read, and I remember this in school, just being like, don't, you know, what was that game, Bump? It's like Bump or Bounce. You would like read something and oh, you'd be like. Oh, I don't know. Bump. Oh, yeah, you were homeschooled. Uh, bump TJ. And then I would have oh, to pick up gosh. wherever someone was reading. And I then did. I, see, here's the thing. I also was filled with dread when I had to read out loud, but I don't know if I was actually bad at reading out loud. <laughs> I think I just like, I just, I don't know. It stressed me out. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to be called. I, on, yeah, I guess. didn't like that game. So I was having some flashbacks, but, <laughs> uh, we recorded it all week and I like Brooke wrote most of it. I would say she wrote 85% of it. Yeah, you know, she obviously asked me questions while yeah. writing it. We've obviously talked about these topics for the last four years, um, but I found myself getting very emotional while mm-hmm. while reading it because I it was it wasn't new information to no. me. It was just the it way was, that you would like. Yes, it was like this sounds like big and dramatic, but I but I'm serious. It was sort of like everything we've learned in the last four to five years yeah. condensed into seven modules. Yes, like condensed. And yeah. so when you when you hear it all that closely together, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was amazing. It's beautiful. Oh, thank uh, you. And it's really well done. And so because we're recording an hour and 51 minutes before I need to get this up mm-hmm. and because we have to leave 48 hours from now, mm-hmm. our plane is taking off 48 hours from now, mm-hmm. we just felt means like... we're leaving for the airport. Yeah, so <laughs> we're already running behind. Uh <laughs> we are, what we wanted to do tonight was. Well, we wanted to do this regardless of our short Yeah, it just ends up crunch. working out really well. Yeah. We are going to now uh, play the first two modules for you, the butt clencher audience, mm-hmm. uh, the podcast audience, because we just want you guys to hear it and see yeah. it. So it is, so there's like a little uh, sound bite bump before the 
thing starts and there's mm-hmm. one at the end. So like you'll hear those back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> those are video transitions. Yes, those are video transitions. <laughs> um, and I'll actually, should I put the, should I put it on YouTube with the slides? Uh, or is it just audio? Just, just for the audio. podcast. Okay. It's just audio. Um, and in the show notes, there's a link to buy the rest of the course uh, mm-hmm. with a discount. You guys can find all that information there. Um, and I, again, I'm, I'm so proud of you, Brooke. Thank I, you. I think you did an incredible job. And I just, I just know, like as I was reading it and listening to you read it again and again and again, as I edited it <laughs> over and over and over again, I've listened to the course maybe 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very familiar. Well, you leave 10 reviews. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I just, I, I could foresee, you know, I have these sort of glimpses and moments of uh, like, you know, when you were in the water with Jesse, it was like mm. this moment of like, this is what mom's on Maui is going to be. Yeah. Which we need to talk about. Oh, and then I just had these glimpses as I was like listening and editing this course that like, this is going to radically impact some families for the mm. kingdom of God. And that, that's just so powerful and so amazing. And I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. The thing we want to say about Moms on Maui is week one is full. So we're adding week two. <gasps> so again, we got a lot of details in the show notes. It's going to take gonna me. I'm going to be up to the wire typing out show notes. <laughs> um <laughs> So without further ado, without further ado, mm. uh, I'd like you to enjoy Rhythms Made Simple, module one and two. Mm-hmm. At the end of module two, it'll say, hey, we'll see you in the next video or something like that. You won't because nope, you it'll won't. end. You, so <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> just be prepared for that. But after I start it, yeah, we'll just we'll just have an outro of just Brooke and I talking so you know that it's over. Yeah, you're and, not just like waiting. <laughs> I think three is going to start any minute. I think there's more. Um, But we hope you enjoy it. And we hope that it inspires you to live uh, a more joy-filled life Mm. um, in a seven-day rhythm because it's amazing. It'll totally change your whole world. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to Rhythms Made Simple, a course designed to help you and your young family learn to live in a seven-day rhythm for a more joy-filled and purpose-packed life. First off, congratulations on being here. Your presence shows dedication and a desire for growth, which is a testament to your commitment to yourself, your family, your home life, and your walk with the Lord. Secondly, if at any point you need to pause, go back and listen, start over, take a break to let some of this really sink in, please do. Go at your own pace and what serves you best so that you can really take it all in. Lastly, we don't want any of this information to be overwhelming. It's all made to help you when you need it. We have taken almost five years worth of everything we've read, learned, experienced, tried, and tried again, and compiled it into this course. So if you feel like you're drinking out of a fire hose, you are. Also, if you've somehow landed in this course and have no idea who we are, my name is Brooke. My name is TJ. And we've included a fun little bio about us in the resource section and also linked our uh, the about page of our website. So rather than take up your time now explaining who we are and how we got here and how we've been doing this for five years, we're just going to let you read that on your own time. Just know this. Mm. We're as cool as they come. <laughs> but no matter how you've ended up here, please know that we are not experts. We're just sharing what we've learned over the last five years since we began living this way with intention, grace, and hope. And we're really excited that you're ready to dive in headfirst right alongside us into your very own journey of living a life that's rhythmic and full. In the next video, we're going to talk about the rhythms of life. We 
want to start off by providing you with an overall list of the primary rhythms of life as a follower of Jesus. And they are as follows in no particular order. Sabbath, silence, solitude, celebration, feasting, prayer, fasting, serving, movement, generosity, fellowship. Now I know what you're thinking. Hey, Brooke, isn't this a course about rhythms made simple? Aren't we going to cover every single rhythm and make it more simple? Well, no, there are loads of fantastic teachings, books, and resources out there. If you want to dive deep into specific rhythms of life, we've even gathered resources for each rhythm in our bonus section that you can check out. Bonus. Praise hands. Most of us don't struggle with rhythms because we don't understand them. There's plenty of information available if we want it. The challenge is that it can feel overwhelming or scary, especially if we've never done it before or haven't made it a priority. What holds us back isn't a lack of definition, but rather a lack of tools and frameworks for integrating these rhythms into our lives. So take healthy eating as an example. It's not that we don't understand it, but rather that it's hard to do consistently without the right support. We don't need the definition of clean eating printed out on our fridge. We need tools and frameworks and routines built into our daily lives to help us eat healthier. And the same goes with, say, the rhythm of solitude. I don't believe the issue with practicing solitude is a lack of understanding. You know what solitude is. I know what solitude is. But perhaps we haven't experienced its full power yet. When integrated into a rhythmic life that prioritizes reflection and adjustments, solitude becomes increasingly powerful with each repetition as does every rhythm we place into our lives. And that's what will help you achieve with rhythms in this course. So instead of diving deep into each and every rhythm of life, we are instead going to dive deep into a few that have impacted our family the most at this point in our lives, especially with young kids, and how you can craft a rhythm for you and your family. In preparing for the Rhythms Made Simple course, I spent a lot of time in prayer asking the Lord to help me simplify the information on living a rhythmic life without watering it down or neglecting the call for believers to live this way. And so as a result, I feel like I've identified like some main areas that support a rhythmic life, especially one with little kids in your home. So those are rhythms, routines, and reflection. Rhythms. Rhythms refer to intentional patterns of activity or habits that help individuals and families live out their faith on a daily basis. Living rhythmically is not about legalism or adhering to a strict schedule, but rather about creating intentional spaces for family members to connect with God and each other. Routines. Routines serve as the framework to help us build and create these lives that support our families, seasons, and are often foundational in creating space for spiritual growth. Reflection provides clarity and focus, increases our self-awareness, promotes emotional healing, fosters gratitude, and deepens spiritual growth. Basically, it's incredible, and we all need more of it in our lives. But before we dive deeper into all of that, I want to park here for a few minutes and talk about the tools we've been given by God and how we are set apart for His glory. Jesus doesn't offer us an escape from life. Instead, he provides us with the tools, framework, lifestyle, gifts, and practices to follow him and adopt his ways of life. Living a full life, one full of rhythms, routines, and reflection is how we fight the good fight. We haven't been set free from the fight. We've been set free for the fight. 
Building a life, a home, and a family based on the lifestyle of Jesus and his tools he's given us is one of the most potent kingdom endeavors we can embark on. When we learn to view the acts of creating a family rhythm, homemaking, blessing our kids in marriages, not as a way to retreat from the fallen world, but instead as a way to fight back the darkness, we are again fighting the good fight. I fully believe that you, your marriage, your home, your kids, your life are set apart. Sanctification is the process by which a believer is set apart from sin and dedicated to God's purposes. Sanctification is the process of moving away from ways of thinking and living that discourage intimacy with God and towards ways that promote it. When we start to live in the belief that our lives, our Sabbath, our Saturday morning movies, and our pizza on a Friday night, and how we put our kids to bed are set apart from some things and set apart for some things, we become dangerous to the devil. I once heard it talked about that the devil plays chess. And I think TJ and I would like to add that he also doesn't speak French unless of course you actually speak French. And then he does speak French, but (laughs) he doesn't speak French, meaning that he speaks the language of our fears, insecurities, and personal hangups. It's why we so often believe his lies for so long because they don't just stand out as this loud language we don't speak or understand. And then, quote, he plays chess, unquote, meaning that he takes us down over time. It's so rarely just one giant swoop of our legs out from under us that, again, it would be too obvious. Instead, just like a skilled chess player, which I am not, uh, he plans and is thinking many moves ahead in the game that he's playing. He devises a strategy to subtly shift the pieces on the board over time so that unbeknownst to you, he has slowly, imperceptibly decreased your ability to resist his advance. He knows he cannot beat you in two moves, so he works to beat you in 12. Corey Ten Boom also noted this about the devil in her super famous quote, if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. And yeesh, that is just so, so true. His aim is to distract us from our purpose discourage us in our efforts and confuse us about what matters most, all while keeping us busy and enticing us to believe that there's no other way to live. All that to say, implementing life-changing practices that point to Jesus in your life is worth every effort always. But I want to point out that a house and a family and a life set apart away from how Western culture tells us to live and towards Jesus, that's the devil's nightmare. So just be aware and prepared as you begin to make these changes within your family. Fight back the darkness with every tool at your disposal. So fight the good fight, go home, build a house. And if you do it in the right way, you will give the world a glimpse of things to come. It says in 1 Corinthians 14, 33, for God is not a God of disorder. Here's what I love as we dive into the seven-day rhythms. We can find so much comfort in the knowledge that God has designed designed the world in an orderly manner in the first place. He is not a God of chaos, but instead, He divinely created our world on purpose as a tool and a gift for us. None of it is random. So by embracing the seven-day rhythm, also known as a week, we are really able to align ourselves with God's original intention for our lives which creates a more peaceful and life-giving home and life. So in the beginning, all the way back in Genesis, is the creation story. God begins to create the world one day at a time, establishing the very first series of rhythms. 
So let's jump right into the day four of creation where God says, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years, Genesis 1, 14. So right there on day four, he gives us days and seasons and years. And then by the end of creation, he gives us a complete week, the first series of seven. In his book, Family Revision, Jeremy Pryor, a friend and mentor of ours who I absolutely adore, (laughs) emphasizes the importance of these rhythms in our lives, stating, these rhythms create the canvas on which we order our life. These are not arbitrary periods of time. They are God-designed. They are tools given to us to find ways of rhythmically expressing our identities. The concept of the week, which is fully rooted in creation, was established again as a pattern in the Ten Commandments and further explained by Jesus as a gift given to mankind. In Mark 2, 27, Jesus says, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man as a day of rest, and Sabbath is connected to the other six days, thus giving us the full series of seven. In fact, the number seven is considered to be complete. How cool is that? Using the gift of the seven-day rhythm as a tool can be transformational, but like any gift, we must receive it and open it. So if you gave me a gift and I said, oh, thank you so much, and I take it and then put it on a shelf in my closet and never open it, I never get to experience it. I never look at it. What good is that? And so if we don't experience or explore the gift, it won't change our lives or impact us. By recognizing the week as a divinely inspired rhythm, we can incorporate it into our lives to create a more intentional and fulfilling experience for ourselves and our families. The week provides a framework for establishing routines, rituals, and traditions that strengthen our connection to God and to one another. Once we become aware of this gift, something clicks within us and it all starts to make sense. Often our lives are focused on either the day-to-day grind or 24-hour period or the big picture, thinking about a full year at a time. Today I will do X or this year I will become X. And trust me, there is a lot of power both in the day and the year. God, as we see in the creation story, also created both of these things as tools for us. But there is also this beautiful middle ground that most of us spend our lives ignoring, the week. This looping, repeating seven-day rhythm that holds tremendous power when we choose to open the gift. By embracing the seven-day rhythm as a gift and tool from God, we can live lives that foster a deeper sense of peace within our families. Understanding the biblical foundations of the week and applying its principles to our daily routines can help us create a life more closely aligned with God's design and purpose for us. This realization is both exciting and empowering as we move forward on our journey. In the next video, we're going to talk about the bucket list life and whether or not it's the best way to move through life. Many of us, aka people in Western societies, even those of us with young families, tend to think about life as a long linear journey that begins when we're born and stretches out until we die. Whether we've acknowledged it or not, we probably picture our lives looking something like this. The day you're born, a few big key moments on your timeline, and the day you die. Living this way provides little framework or guidance for prioritizing and living a more intentional life. It's just more, more, forward, forward, keep going, keep going until you're done. This linear mindset can lead to feelings of constantly feeling behind. I mean, how many times have we said something like, I thought I'd be further along by now, or I just want to get ahead. 
When we say those things, we're picturing our life as a long linear line and often comparing it to somebody else's too, by the way. So living with this perspective sets us up for disappointment about where we are in the present and puts little thought into the life that stretches out before us. Jeremy Pryor in his book, Family Revisions, offers a different perspective. He says, instead of being given one long line that can be easily ruined by one major setback, think of life as a gift of thousands of weeks. The goal then becomes to learn to live a better and more balanced week. Instead, we want you to picture this. Envisioning life as a looping line rather than a straight one provides meaningful boundaries for who we are and what we can realistically achieve. This kind of rhythmic living is particularly beneficial for families as it places family relationships at the top of the list when crafting and improving our rhythms. Built into all these loops is still the day we are born, big moments, and the day will pass away. But what you see now is this looping seven-day framework that naturally allows for rest, intention, and reflection. Plus, children thrive in this kind of structure as it offers consistency and predictability, which are essential for their growth and development. As parents, teaching our kids from a young age how to craft and live a fulfilling week, we can have lasting impact on their lives. We often encourage our kids to have and pursue a fulfilling life, but then we fail to teach them how to craft that by using the power of a week. Because to be honest, we haven't really learned how to do that ourselves. Adopting a rhythmic approach to life rather than a linear one can have profound effect on our families, our homes, and our marriages. By embracing the looping line concept and teaching our kids the importance of living a balanced week, we set the stage for a more intentional and fulfilling life that aligns with God's design and purpose for our families. So in the next video, we're going to talk about that word balance and how balance, as we're accustomed to talking about it, is not the answer. See you over there. Balance is not the answer, at least not in the way we were taught to think about it. When I think about balance in the traditional sense or how we talk about it culturally right now, I think of two different things. The first being a scale that I am aiming to have perfectly balanced on each side. Let's say I feel like I'm working too much lately, so I'm going to add more rest and relaxation to the other side of the scale until it's equally balanced on both sides. Or I might picture like a pie graph that represents all the areas of my life and balance would suggest that I'm trying to get all the parts of the pie to be equal in size or weight. But either type of balance that we just talked about leaves us feeling like we need to work harder, add more, take away more, or hustle to achieve something. We can't possibly make everything in our lives equal weight so that it hovers right above the ground in the scale of productivity or split our pie of life into a hundred equal and balanced slices. Plus living this kind of way does not take into account seasons of life at all. If you think that your season of life with a newborn is going to be quote balanced in equalness with sleep, free time, having friends over, you're setting yourself up for disappointment and frustration. Do you want to know the kind of balance we are designed for? We are made for a balance and desire for just the right amount of sameness and change. Humans are biologically and psychologically wired for both consistency and novelty. It's so cool. Our brains crave routine to create a sense of safety and stability while simultaneously seeking out new experiences to keep us engaged and growing. 
finding the right balance between sameness and change is essential for our overall well-being and happiness. Sameness provides comfort and predictability. It allows us to create habits and rituals that ground us, giving us a sense of control over our environment. Um, daily routines, such as waking up at the same time, eating regular meals, uh, engaging in consistent exercise or work schedules, help us manage our energy levels and maintain a healthy mental state. When we have a solid foundation of sameness, it becomes easier to cope with the inevitable uncertainties and challenges that life presents. On the other hand, Change stimulates our brains and helps us develop resilience and adaptability. Embracing new experiences and learning opportunities keeps our minds sharp, fosters personal growth, and prevents stagnation. Change can manifest in various ways, trying a new hobby, traveling to unfamiliar places, or simply altering our daily routines. These experiences not only make life more interesting, but also help us build new neural connections that enhance our cognitive abilities. So striking the right balance between sameness and change requires self-awareness and intention. It is important to regularly assess our emotional and mental well-being and make adjustments to our lives accordingly. This might mean carving out time for solitude and self-care during periods of high stress or seeking out new challenges when life feels monotonous. Crafting a weekly rhythm that incorporates both consistency and novelty is an effective way to achieve this balance. By dedicating specific days or times to various activities, such as work, socializing, pursuing hobbies, we can ensure that our lives are rich with both stability and growth. Regularly reviewing and refining this rhythm allows us to adapt to changing circumstances and ensure that we maintain a healthy balance between sameness and change, ultimately promoting a more fulfilled and satisfying life. This sameness and change, consistency and novelty, stability and growth, all of this can be created by carefully crafting a weekly rhythm and then continually reviewing and improving it. So that was modules one and two of Rhythms Made Simple. You mm -hmm. can find all the details on where to get the course and how to get the rest of it in the show notes along mm -hmm. with the discount code because you're a podcast listener. We hope that you enjoyed uh, this sort of special episode this week. Yeah, we've and never shared anything like that. No, so... I don't think we've ever shared anything pre-recorded on our podcast. No. Other than like sound bites. Yeah. From the office. <laughs> so... So big step up big for us. Step up. Big night for us. Um, <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And we hope to see you at the Best Is Yet To Come weekend, uh, either at the pop-up shop or the event or both. Come come and say hi to us. Don't be... don't. Be like, oh, I was there, but I wish I would have said hi. Like, say hi to us. Yeah. We love it. Say hi to you. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, And <laughs> bring $2 in cash mm. to shop at the greatest sticker shop the world has ever seen. Mm. June and Sunny Sticker Shop. Mm. Uh, that's all we got for this week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Okay. okay I, I love, love you. Bye. bye.